Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Differential is the number one stat in football. We all know that. We haven't been good in that category this season, and there's a lot of factors that go into that. I think not having some key players on defense has affected the takeaways. That's real, but it's clear we need to be better in that area. That's for sure. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It's the pregame show, and we've got Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, and obviously that is the voice of Ryan Pace. He is the general manager for the Chicago Bears, and. Uh, I think he's he's got a lot of insight there. The Bears need to get the ball, need to, to win some uh, takeaways. That's fantastic. Uh, and our thanks to our sister station, WBBM, for the highlight. And we, uh, we now welcome in uh, our friend Dan Pompey. His name is written in the Hall of Fame. And he joins us on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Dan, good morning. How are you? I'm great, fellas. Good to be with you today. Looks like it uh, could be an interesting game out in Seattle with all the uh, moving pieces and a little snow in the air. And uh, it, It's, it's uh, two teams with really not a lot to play for, though. Without uh, Justin Fields out there, Dan, uh, who are you watching today develop, and what are you looking to see from this Chicago Bears football team? Yeah, that's a good question, Olin. Um, you know, I, I still think you want to look at your young players. You want to look at the pieces who are going to be here next year, the guys who are maybe on the bubble in terms of how the Bears would evaluate whether or not they want to bring them back, if they're free agents to be, or if they're guys who uh, you know could be candidates to be cut because of salary reasons. Um, you know, they've got a number of, of players in the above categories. So, um, you know, I think uh, obviously you've got uh, you know, I, I don't understand why Jermaine Defetti is starting, but, you know, I, I, that, that's, a, that's a mystery to me. Uh, but, you know, I would think you'd, you'd want to get as many looks at the young players as you can. You know, I, I hear some, some uh, logic out there that, you know, it's a good thing Fields isn't playing and the Bears should be cautious with him the rest of the year and not play him. I mean, you know, if the guy's healthy, why aren't you playing? You know, this is football. You can't, you can't keep these guys in a bubble. You got to play them, and, and certainly there's a benefit to them playing. Well, you were talking about evaluating players, and I guess people, you know, Robert Quinn has had a great year. Khalil Mack is a great player, but looking forward and evaluating the team and the situation they're in, I think Brad Biggs wrote about it. Would those be guys you would potentially trade? I know they have giant salaries, but maybe if somebody grabs them, 
would you potentially trade them to try to get some draft capital um, in the future? Just saying the next GM or whatever, just kind of give you a, you know, what would you do? Would you kind of do, do that to kind of rebuild this team? Or are those two pieces you feel like should be here and give them a run next to each other again with, with as good as football players they are and as well as uh, Robert Quinn's played this year? Well, it, it's an interesting dilemma and certainly one that I think you'd have to consider. Um, I, I, you know, I think it depends kind of how close you believe you are to fielding a really competitive team next year. If you feel like you can turn things around, you know, maybe with a new head coach or a few new pieces here and there, um, then maybe you don't trade them. But if you're looking more long term, maybe you try to trade one of them, depending on what you can get in return. Um, you know, you are looking at two really special players who, you know, if, if, if you put them together for a whole season, I mean, you think they really could have a heck of an impact on a defense and a team, which, you know, we really haven't seen them healthy and playing well together hardly at all since since uh, Quinn was signed last year. So, um, you know, the, the other thing is guys like that, pass rushers, edge rushers, they can produce and they can stay on top of their game well into their 30s. So, you know, I'd kind of be surprised if you thought that they were going to fall off quickly. So, um, you know, I don't think that would be a reason to try to unload them before you think they're going to fall apart while their value's high. Um, because I think, you know, if you look at history, you see a lot of guys, including Richard Dent, uh, whom, uh, whom uh, Quinn might break his record today, uh, you know, who, who he was highly productive very late into his 30s. So, you know, Dan, we're obviously all kind of sitting here waiting to see what the future holds. And the question becomes, first, what happens with the coach and when does that happen? And obviously there is now incentive to fire a coach in season. You could get some interviews done, but if they are planning on uh, on making larger changes, then you got to wonder who's doing the interviewing. Do you expect this to be Matt Nagy's last game? Do you expect them to stay with him till the end of the year? And uh, and what is your what is, what is your anticipation with the the entirety of uh, the front office? Yeah, good question, Molly. I, I think I, I'm going to be surprised if they make a move after this game. Um, you know, the the last two times the Bears hired a head coach, they hired John Fox and Matt Nagy. They moved quickly when they were available. Fox, you know, lost in the playoffs, and they they went right after him and, and, and hired him quickly. Nagy lost in the playoffs when he was with the Chiefs. They hired him, you know, almost that weekend. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lesson here, too, in that, you know, sometimes you're better off taking a step back and kind of being deliberate with what you do and really making sure that, um, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing and, and talking to a number of people. And uh, sometimes, you know, the, the, you get caught up in this race. Well, we got to hire a head coach before the other teams so we could fill out the staffs and we can, uh, you know, give him the best resources. And while there's something to be said for that, you know, it really doesn't matter if you hire the wrong guy. So I think, um, you know, that combined with the fact that, as you said, there, there might be some changes, you know, above the head coach level, whether it be, you know, at the president level or at the, uh, you know, executive level or at the general manager level, you know, those things would lead me, lead me to believe that maybe the Bears are going to move a little bit more slowly with whatever they decide to do. 
You know, Dan, what what do you think the Chicago Bears need to do to turn around their franchise, to, to have more success than, you know, one playoff win in the last 10 to 11 years, uh, three in the last 25, uh, after Washington's team for so long? What do you think is the biggest impact they could make to get this franchise moving in the right direction? Well, you know, I, I like what you said uh, I forget where I saw you say it, Owen, that um, the Bears don't know who they are, what, what they want to be. And, um, you know, how do you, how do you determine what you are and who you want to be? Well, I, I think that starts at, you know, the very highest levels. And um, to me, the, the first step to determining that and to answering that question in a way that could lead to, uh, you know, victories and winning seasons and Super Bowls uh, would be to make uh, a change to hi- to bring in someone at the very top level of the organization who is a a true football expert who spent their life in football and really understands the game and has had success building teams and and has won Super Bowl has got rings on their finger um, you know and, and I've said it it's not I, I don't I'm not saying that because I think they should fire Ted Phillips or Ted Phillips is the problem. I think Ted Phillips has got a valuable role in the organization in terms of uh, how he helps the McCaskies with the business side of things. But I think, you know, at this point, you know, given what's happened uh, since George McCaskey has been uh, in the position he's been in, uh, you know, they, they need someone to listen to who, who really, you know, understands the game today, understands the people in the game today, and uh, can give them, uh, you know, a blueprint moving forward the way Jim Finks one did, once did uh, when he was hired by Muggs Hallis back in the 1970s. All right, Dan, you've just been hired as the director of football operations for the Bears. Who were some of the coaches? How much candidates? money am I getting? Hang well, on. Hang <laughs> on. How much money? <laughs> hypothetical. Theoretically, yeah. Um, Name your price, Dan. There you go. It's whatever you want. Um, But who are you going to – can you give me a couple names of coaches and GMs that are out there that that impress you, that think would would be a a good fit with the Bears, or not even just a fit, somebody to come into the Bears and fix this thing like we're talking about? Yeah, um, you know, I think from – there's so many guys, Pat. I mean – uh, you know, I no, but can't, you're, I, you're hired. You're in charge. This is your team yeah. now. <laughs> well, I mean, the only thing I could tell you is guys I'd want to interview, you know. Right, because, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, I really don't, uh, you know, until you sit there and you talk to these guys, you don't know. But, you know, I'll tell one guy I know very well who I think would be outstanding as a head coach, who I know would be outstanding, is Doug Peterson. I mean, you're talking about a Super Bowl winning coach who, um, you know, he, he, he outcoached Bill Belichick it. In, in the Super Bowl, and uh, I thought he was outstanding. I don't think the Bears would hire him because I think he's probably too close to uh, uh, Matt Nagy in terms of, you know, where he comes from and his philosophy and that sort of thing. And, you know, who knows? He might be hired by the time the Bears are, are ready to start interviewing even because I, I heard today that he's interviewing in, in Jacksonville. Um but, you know, Todd Bowles is a guy who's been through here a few times, and they've considered hiring him in, in various capacities. And I think, you know, there's a lot to be said for that man, too. I mean, I think uh, I think I know him a little bit, too, and I, I think very highly of him and his ability to lead. Obviously, 
did not have great success with the New York Jets, but uh, is a great defensive mind, and um, I, I think he's got a great way with people too. Um, you know, I, I think um, certainly, you know, you got to look at Eric Bieniemy, right? Although, mm-hmm. again, he's a guy who kind of comes from that same tree. Um, you know, what I'm really, what I would look at if you put me in that position, is guys who I think could really lead. I had this discussion with Lawrence Holmes the other day. And, you know, I don't think you could look at it like, okay, who can fix my problem? Who can uh, help me with with Ryan Day? You know, uh, I mean, can Ryan Day help me with Justin Fields? Uh, You know, we've we've heard that narrative uh, espoused by a few people. It's not about fixing a problem. It's about finding someone who can lead your team. You know, um, I think a lot of Josh McDaniels, too. I mean, I think, boy, you, you look about a guy who's had a lot of success offensively with the Patriots. Obviously, did not have success as a head coach with the Broncos. But I think he's learned and grown a lot from them. Uh, oftentimes, I think there's a lot to be said for guys who have done it once, have struggled, gone back and learned from their mistakes and tried it again and, and figured it out. I mean, I think... Um, it doesn't always work that way where they have success the second time, uh, but oftentimes you see a better coach and you see, like all of us, I mean, I think, you know, we all, or we all should at least learn from our failings and our, and our mistakes and be better for it. Dan, we talk a lot about the salary cap and the amount of money they have invested in different players and, and how you go about sort of resolving some of these issues. And this one is is a little out of out of line, maybe I don't know, but Eddie Jackson is scheduled to make eleven million dollars next year. I believe there is uh, five million guaranteed. So you could save a significant amount of money if you moved on from him at safety. And I know that's an unpopular idea, but we have not seen these sort of um, big time impact plays. Um, you know, there's this argument that they can't line up without the guy, etc. But you didn't give them that kind of money to be able to line up the defense, or at least that isn't what the priority should be. So how, how difficult will it be for whoever comes in here if they want to save cap money to make these hard decisions? Yeah, um... You know, you have to consider all that. You have to consider, is the player uh, making the kind of plays that make his compensation worthwhile? You know, is everything in line? And I think that's been one of the real problems that the Bears have had, is they've consistently overpaid people. And what that has done is create holes on the roster, because now you don't have the resources to pay other people. So then what do you do? Well, you know, you do things that, that maybe uh, uh, leave you with less talent at different positions. And, you know, it ma- makes you uh, draft for need, for instance, instead of drafting the best available player and forcing draft picks. And, and then, you know, on top of all that, they've traded away draft picks, which leads you to fewer resources and fewer low-paid players. Uh, so it, it definitely has been a problem with this team in terms of how they're concerned. And it will continue to be a problem unless they they do shed some of that salary moving forward and and, and they find a way uh, to get some value contracts. 
you know, you look at a team like like the Packers, and boy, you know, you see some some guys who are really giving them good value for the money they're making. And, and the Bears don't have a lot of guys. They don't have enough guys like that. Great you know, Dan, stuff, Dan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ola. No, Go I'm ahead. good. I'm good. Okay. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it. Okay, guys. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. You know, it's rough when we're having these kind of conversations. It tells yes. you where we're at, where mm, I know. The, all the questions are about how do you move forward? How do you how do you change? How do you get better because of how how wretched this year has been? Well, and the thing the thing you worry about is the people you're depending on for change to even hire the football guy because Ryan Pace is a football guy, right? He he is that is the football guy they hired. So mm-hmm. the people who are going to hire this guy are the same people, right? So right. Uh, we're we're looking at the same people to create change at Hallis Hall, and you just don't know how much trust you have in them doing that. Here's my answer: You got to get lucky once, right? Mm-hmm. They've done it so bad so many times. You got right. you got to hit the bullseye once, hopefully. <laughs> so, that's true. I don't know, but that's yeah. a great point, Ola. I mean, it's just who's making the decisions and how. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Surround yourself with more people like yourself, Olin, or, or former players or things like that to, to help you ask the right questions to find the right person. But let's just hope they get lucky on one of them. Do you have an opinion on today's game, Olin? I do. I do. I, I think uh, I think it's an interesting game. I think it's interesting for the Bears to look at the Seahawks because that is Russell Wilson over there, right? But yep. um, they are the 30th. I mean, their, their, their offense is ranked below the Chicago Bears. Obviously, they scored three more points, but they are not playing well. And that's why I asked uh, Michael from the Athletic for the Seahawks about their offensive coaching staff and the way it's designed and the way that they are trying to help and support Russell Wilson, a fran- which most people would agree is a franchise quarterback. But I think it's just interesting to, to, to watch today's game to see how they are run also with a guy who you would say is a leader, a football guy, Pete Carroll. But um, I think the Seahawks, because of home field advantage, because of Russell Wilson, uh, he, he is better than Nick Foles. Their defense doesn't give up a lot of points. They're, they're going to be pretty damn tough at home uh, versus our offense. I think 21-10 to 10, uh, is what I'm thinking about. The Seahawks beat the Bears today. All right. We're going to uh, – we'll get Patrick's pick here moving forward. And uh, and it is indeed the pregame show powered by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Take the bothering for him. It's, it's unfortunate. It's a travesty to me that, that he's, he's not any of those accolades. He deserves every single accolade that one of the best linebackers in the league deserves. And, and he is one of the best linebackers in the league. And you can put on the tape week in and week out. It is the pregame show on the score with Ole Cruz and Patrick Manley presented by Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And that is the voice of Sean Desai, the defensive coordinator, talking about Roquan Smith. Uh, disappointing that Roquan did not make the Pro Bowl. We know the Bears had two Pro Bowlers. They had uh, Jakeem Grant, who is the uh, the the punt returner, the only punt returner in the league to return a punt. He's also out today. And they have uh, Robert Quinn, who may very well set a new team record today. He only needs, uh, I believe, it's one and a half sacks to uh, to to match. Richard Dent's record from uh, 1984. So it'll be uh, interesting to see. And I think the only thing that could stop him maybe is COVID. If he can stay healthy and and stay on the field, he's going to set that record. And it would be nice to see him do it, uh, Patrick, before you hit uh, week 17, right? You'd like to have him do it in 16 weeks. Oh, 100%. I think that's, that's more rewarding for him. But I love his interviews, though. He's just so monotone. Just kind of relaxed, and then he's he's he gets it too that you know all right I might have this great year I might be going to the Pro Bowl but it's it's about wins and I love hearing that from him that it's you know the down season like this for the team yes the individual accolades are nice but he'd rather win and that to me is that that says a lot for a character of a guy that's a teammate that I would want to have on the team um, I you know I I just I'm really impressed with how he's bounced back from last year to this year and it'll be interesting to see going forward. Like the reason why I asked Dan Pompey about it is that is that guy on the trading block because how much he's getting paid and you need draft capital you need to open up the uh, the um, you know the money for the team so I, I don't know what's going to happen then we came in with Roquan Smith and I pulled up the uh, the NFC roster and I forgot it was Michael Parsons and we get to watch Bobby Wagner today so I think what'll be fun for Bears fans is to watch Bobby Wagner play who is the Pro Bowler who I think Roquan Smith is is talent levels a Pro Bowler but those are two pretty good guys. Uh, that he finished, I don't know what he finished second or third behind if he did it all, but uh, as for Bears fans to watch Bobby Wagner and watch another great middle linebacker out there, it's, he's a fun guy to watch. So that'll be a good way for Bears fans to compare Roquan Smith's play with Bobby Wagner, who is a pro bowler. Yeah, and, and I think that that is one of the reasons that uh, I want to watch this game. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think we're we're bereft of great reasons at this point. Um, you know, Justin Fields is obviously a reason to watch, and he's not playing. Do, do you want to study what they do with Nick Foles? Do you want to study oh. if they decide to run the ball or not? 
I, you know, I, I guess I'm interested in Tevin Jenkins yes. and if he can avoid some uh, some of those uh, penalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I think that's an interesting thing. I'm interested in uh, in watching the game, but you know, there's not a lot of guys that uh, really excite me on the on that receiving core. I don't think I care about the tight ends, Patrick. I mean, I, I Jimmy Graham does nothing for me. And, and frankly, uh, Cole Komet has been a disappointment, even yeah, as been. he's doubled his uh, receiving totals over the last four or five games. I just haven't gotten a lot out of it. Um, but I do – I am interested in a lot of things on the defense. I, I am definitely interested in in Robert Quinn. Uh, I want to see how they play without Akeem because we yes. saw how good they were with Akeem. Um, right. I, you know, we keep talking about um, Travis Gibson. You know, they need – they need a guy, and Bigsy wrote this story a couple weeks ago. They need a guy that they've drafted that can be mm-hmm. a pass rusher, period, end of story. Because you keep going uh, out and signing these guys, it's just an, it's an insane amount of money, and it, it really locks you into to some bad cap things. Thomas Graham interests me. I'm, you know, I wish that uh, Jalen Johnson were able to play, but he's still out with COVID. So I, I think that I want to see what Graham can do. I want to see how they line up uh, in the secondary. They'll they'll be without um, uh, the uh, uh, starting safety in a starting corner. So I'm curious to see how they do that. I think most of my most of the things I want to see are on the defensive side of the ball today. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all those I agree with. And I want to ask you, what's your overall thoughts? Because I think we'll start grading coaches and grading players coming up, but. I thought Sean Desai did a pretty darn good job last week with his game plan against the Minnesota Vikings, holding him to, I can't give you the exact numbers, but, you know, Kirk Cousins throwing for whatever and holding Justin Jefferson. I thought a lot had to do with the players playing well, but I got to give Sean Desai some credit for this year for all the injuries that have been on that side of the ball and all the fluctuation of players in and out with COVID or injuries. Um, So that's another thing I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do today with some of the players that he has on the field that – can he hold Russell Wilson down? Can he hold DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett down? We'll see. But uh, that that's one I, I've got to give, honestly, I've thought about this this week, to Sean Desai some credit for what he's gone through and what he's worked with this year. It's been kind of impressive for a rookie defensive coordinator. Would you agree? I, I would totally agree with that. However, I would mm-hmm. throw in the caveat that I, I wasn't sure as I watched that game last week if Akeem and his presence in the middle oh, yeah. of that defense – inspired other people around me I wasn't sure if it was you know they did some good things they obviously had a lot of success but I wondered to myself like will we will we feel the same way if Akeem isn't throwing bodies around right because right. right. he was he was unbelievable last week and, and he got a couple sacks and obviously we know Quinn had a couple and and that that combination it made you you know it really made me bummed that he couldn't play against yep. Green Bay. You know yep. what I mean? Because, I yep. mean, I thought he would have really made an impact in that game and gone off, gone uh, kind of after Aaron Rodgers, and that could have been fun to see. So I, I kind of felt, uh, oh, damn, it's too bad that they missed him. And then I thought, wow, you know, this defensive effort is really aided by him. And, and I didn't know where – where the coordinator began and he ended, you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I, I think there's a little more pressure on Desai. I want to see more out of him. If I see the same thing again, God bless him. I think it's fantastic. No, I, I agree with you. And the last week too, with Akeem Hicks, he played a great game, but he was going against 
Mason Cole, who was it was a, it was a nightmare matchup for him. That was part of it as well. But Bill Lazor would say Mason Cole has to come in and just pick it up and play, you know, <laughs> to the Pro Bowl level that, that every every uh, NFL player is. But that that's one that and selfishly too this game because he had such a great game last week, and it seemed to me and it seemed that he's playing for that next contract. Like he played with that super extra energy yep. where he hasn't been consistent enough for me game in and game out. There are games where he dominates and maybe it was because he's going against who he was going against. But um, I was just selfishly was looking forward to watching him play today just because he's, I mean, I'll, I'll, I won't watch the ball. I'll just watch him oh. just for the, for the pure entertainment. And it is unfortunate, but you're right. That is a great point about him not being out there. And this will be another great evaluation of Sean Desai to see what he can do with these guys without that monster in the middle. But um, yeah, but overall, I just, I, I do have to give Sean Desai a, a, a above passing grade for what he's done this year with this, with this unit. I totally agree with you. I think it's a really difficult role to, to step into. And um, I, you know, I think he's done very well for himself. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think that, you know, they've got a lot of decisions to make with this team moving forward. I think there are big decisions to make, you know, for instance, you know, at the cornerback position, which we, we don't talk much about, obviously they got Jalen Johnson and that's great, but who else are you hooking your wagon to? Who else mm-hmm. do you want to see back here? You know, they, they had very high hopes for, for Kendall Vildor. Has, has that now, are those over? Are, are you going to look for someone else or do you still believe there's something there that you can get out of that player? It, it's going to be, Really interesting to see what the Bears do. And, and again, as you change things and, and we're, we're anticipating some change, that would indicate other ideas and other, uh, other players kind of coming in. And, and I, you know, I think that you know, we could probably list the guys that you think are coming back next year mm-hmm. versus guys they have a decision to make on. And, uh, and it's, there's only a handful of players that, that you would say – you don't want them to trade. I I, right. I think it's a handful. I don't think yeah, there's. I, I don't think it's a deep group. Agreed. And then the two things. Jalen Johnson, as well as he's played corner, he needs to take the ball away more. You know, we've been take, yep. talking about the takeaways. He needs to get more interceptions. That's if you want to be that elite number one corner. That's what you do. You become that ball hawk. So if I'm evaluating a team, of course he's coming back. But I'm telling them, listen, we need to work on your ball skills. We need to get more interceptions next year. That's that's what that's what we need from you next year to become that better player, take that next step. And as far as Kendall Vildor and like a Thomas Graham, to me, they're depth. They're not starters. Right. When you're building a roster, you want those guys on your team, but those are your backups that have to play limited action. Somebody gets injured. Young guys like that that you can develop that you don't want to throw into the starting job right now, but maybe year three, four, and five, they work their way into being a starter. So I think they definitely deserve to be back. I know some people might not want to hear that, but I'm bringing them back. As, 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 you know, reserves, their backups. And that's, that's where you start building a quality team. If you've, you either find one in the draft early, you know, next year, is that the position you're going to go after as corner? But I think there's too many other holes. I don't know what you want to look at right now. Maybe you get a free agent uh, corner to bring in there. But as far as corners, Jalen Johnson, yes, I need more interceptions. And then those other two or three that uh, Xavier Crawford, you, you guys are depth. You guys aren't starters. I don't, I don't see a starter next to their name. Yeah, and, and I you know I think that's a great point. I think there's nothing, there's no shame in being mm-hmm. a, a depth piece on a no. team. You've got to have them. They yes. came into this season without any, right? Yeah, I mean they, yeah. you know they 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 um they made the decision on Kyle Fuller, which obviously mm-hmm. that was uh, that was a difficult decision to make. 
And this is what happens when you keep tapping into guys and pushing the money out. Eventually, that money comes home to roost. Yes. And, and I think Khalil Mack is scheduled to make thirty million next year because of, yeah. of what they've yeah. done. Yep. It, you know that's that's a problem for whoever mm-hmm. is calling that shot. Um, and I think the world of Mac, I think he's a great player. I do think that that's a lot of, you know, you can't be giving quarterback money to people. And, and you know, I get it. The Bears haven't given a ton of money away at the quarterback position. Unfortunately, when you're giving $10 million and $10 million and then whatever money, you're, you're paying too much money at quarterback. Yep. They're doing that too, yep. because of the because of the weird way they've tried to accumulate uh, the, these players. So, you know, they there are really hard decisions to be made. Um, you know, guys that come with a cheap price tag, you find a place for them and you use them. And you know, the, the investment in a player isn't always strictly the amount of money they get. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's the draft pick you use on mm-hmm. them, and a lot of time it's the playing time you give them because you're you're investing in a player by by having him on the field and hopefully improving and getting better by playing them. And and part of the situation we're we're in right now and you just mentioned it the the draft cap you you put the Adam yeah. Shaheen, Anthony Miller, those are guys that are oh. gone that you're filling that slot those rookie contracts those young guys with maybe higher price guys or obviously guys that aren't as good that you know that that are free agents or or later round draft picks so that's that's more mistakes that ryan pace has made and that made and that's 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 causing these problems and again whoever the next gm that comes in in here this this is going to be i think it's very attractive because of justin fields but I think it needs to be said, listen, we've got to rebuild. Let's just say it, you know, we just or admit it or whatever it is that we've got to do. Just let's take some time to get this right. Let's not throw money out there at a, at a, at a next Khalil Mack or whatever and waste all that money on one player. Let's really take some time and rebuild this because if Justin Fields is the franchise quarterback, then it's going to take a couple of years to fill those holes with the amount of money that's tied up with some of these other players. And, and, and Patrick, you know, given what, it costs to get a quarterback. I don't think anyone is going to argue about trading for a quarterback. I wouldn't trade up just for the sake of it, like right. move up a spot to get Mitch. But if you're going to make a trade and you're going to give up draft capital for a quarterback, totally understandable. But you can't do that at every position. And you can't do it for guys that don't work out. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they have that, you know, you just mentioned a couple guys that yeah. they, they were involved in draft day trades. You can't. You can't make it that, uh, you know what, I've got to get David Montgomery. I'm going to move up in the second or third round in order to try to get that done. That's crazy to me. You cannot run a draft and say, I have to have that player year in and year out because then you don't have draft capital. Yep. You don't You don't have a combination of players. And and that's, you know, looking moving forward, you don't have draft picks here. You've given away a lot, mm-hmm. and it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to damage you. What do they have? Five picks, I think, right next year. That's that's that is you know. And no first round. Study, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, study Belichick. It, it's really interesting. If he thinks the draft is good, he will trade into the draft and he'll come away with ten mm-hmm. players. If he thinks it's a bad draft, he will get out of the draft and give away his picks and then have future draft picks. Sure. He he plays it. He plays it based on the personnel that he thinks he can get. He doesn't play it based on. I got to have this player. This has to be our guy. You can't you can't operate that way. No. You know, and and as good as Quinn has been, 
you know, you can't trade up for Leonard Floyd and mm-hmm. then then get rid of him and pay top dollar for Robert Quinn. It, it, it's just a it's just bad business because you're losing too many assets. <laughs> it's crazy. Just, it is. It's just it's bad. So it's just not only are the McCaskies making mistakes on hires, but the hires are making mistakes, and it just trickles down, and it just continues to to rear its ugly head. And that's why we're here in week 15 or whatever we're at and talking about this this terrible bad Bears team and, and Nick Foles going in to start of an overpaid third third quarterback and all these holes and situations that have happened. So whoever gets hired next, good luck to you. But uh, let's see if you can get that fixed because I'm sick of getting into the late into the season on these pregame shows and talking about these bad Bears teams and, and rolling into you know next year of what's next. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is embittering. There's no a doubt about that. Um, good God. You know, it makes you want to get yourself a little zing-zang. We want to uh, give a shout-out to the fine folks at There's Chicago's There's no post-game today, so maybe, maybe we dip in a there little bit. There you early. go. That sounds good. I, you know, I, I got to tell you, Patrick, my, you know, we had uh, all sorts of issues where our Christmas dinner had to be canceled, and then my brother was coming in mm. for, uh, for the week, and that had to be canceled. It's just all this COVID stuff going mm-hmm. around. So I have more booze in the house than you could even imagine. <laughs> I got, like, food and booze, right. and I'm like, what, how am I going to get rid of this stuff? Well, all that, that's right. I am a human yeah. trash can. Uh, and I do have some uh, some Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix created in Chicago, still headquartered here. It's the number one Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary mix brand, number one cocktail mix brand. Uh, mixers like the Zing Zang Margarita mix, and, of course, all made with natural ingredients. And, and I've got some of the Zing Zang canned cocktails, canned cocktails, canned Bloody Marys, margaritas, whiskey stours with premium spirits, full-strength cocktails in a can, 9% ABV. It's like two cocktails in a single can. Maybe I make some eggs and uh, and enjoy a nice Bloody Mary while I watch the Bears. It could be, uh, could it be an help. ugly game. All right. <laughs> I, I I can bring some up to you if you're not doing anything. I know you've got your own stuff. You yes. got your own issues. All right. I uh <laughs> we're gonna get Patrick's pick next. We'll come back and we'll uh we'll share that as we get ready for the big game. It's snowing. It's uh it's gonna be fun. Hopefully the Bears run. Yeah, okay, don't hold your breath. This is the pregame show presented by Bet Rivers. The uh, the great uh, official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download that Bet Rivers app today. He is somebody that every week has to prepare like he is a starter. He's seen a lot of defenses, so the game won't be super fast to him. And now it's just about you know distributing and just getting in and out of the huddle and just going out and having fun. Then uh, Ryan Willis will be the backup today, and Ryan's come in a few weeks ago, and he's done a great job with Coach Flip preparing. You never know, and and uh, so that could be the case. It is the pregame show. We've got Patrick Manley, Olin Krutz here on the score, presented by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today, and that's the voice of Matt Nagy. He was on our sister station, WBBM. And I got to tell you, I'm a little bit downtrodden right now, Patrick, because I just saw during the break that Mm -hmm. uh, the Bears, you know, I mean, this is bad that Larry Borum isn't starting, and I'm a little confused. I guess, you know, you want the honorary captain to have his big homecoming. Um, 
Artie Burns and Kendall Vildor are starting at corner. Can't can't I just watch Thomas Graham? I mean, I'm sure he's going to come in, but wh- I mean, do I need to watch Artie Burns or Kendall Vildor? Is that a wise move? This seems like the same thing. Why not try to develop someone? Why not give us something to look forward to watching as opposed to the same stuff that hasn't worked? Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Artie Burns is the one that should not be starting, right? He's he's, he's a rent a player. He's a, he's a guy that's here just to help out just in case. Well, now you found you have another young guy in Thomas Graham who played a great game last year. Get more evaluation of these players. It's kind of selfish. Maybe, maybe Pace and Nagy know they're gone, and they're like, you know what? Screw you, Bears. We're going to mess with you guys. We're going to play our guys just to try to win, to kind of save our, you know, save face, and maybe it gives us a better chance to win. But it's completely the wrong thing to do at both of those positions. Thomas Graham should be starting. You can argue, okay, put Kendall Vildor out there, right? He's, he's a draft pick. Maybe he's, we talked about him being a, you know, a backup guy, but maybe this is the extra time he gets to maybe be better. But I just, I, I don't understand that. And I, if Thomas Graham does not get a lot of snaps today, then, then that right there is grounds to fire your coach. So you need to fire the coach and say, listen, you're not doing what's best for the Bears right now. Fire him. And then from upstairs, you say, listen, this is what we need to get done. Play our draft picks. Play our young players. Get us ready for the future. And then you can do that easily. You could say that once the head coach is gone. And if and if, if they don't get enough snaps, even if Larry Borm, I want to see him get in there. If he doesn't get in there yeah. at some point, then th- these, are, these are fireable offenses at the end of the year that you're not helping evaluate – the Chicago Bears. You're not doing and making the best decision for the Chicago Bears. Maybe you think you're making the best decision for yourself to help you win, but I just disagree with it. And, I, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to see Bruce Irvin play. I, I mean, God bless Bruce Irvin. Yeah. He's not coming back here. Why is he? He's an honorary captain, and, and I'm sure we'll see him taking some reps away from, uh, from Travis Gibson. I, mm-hmm. I just think you hit a point in the year. And 10 losses seems like it's the point. You've, you've been eliminated. Isn't it about looking toward the future and trying yes. to figure out how and, – and, you know, I, I, I mean, I get it. If Justin Fields is not able to play, if his ankle is, is bad, do not play him. I got no problem with that. But what are you bringing him out and putting him out on a, on a, on a wet field to see if he right. can run around a little bit? Right. What's the right. point of that? That's right. another that's another misstep on in my opinion if indeed that's what happened today and and I don't know that but that's what we were told was going to happen. So, you know, I I it is confounding to me that that they don't seem to understand the position that they have put themselves in. Mm-hmm. This is this there is not a lot of positives to take away from winning in Seattle. I I, I mean I hope I hope it's a fun game. I hope they run the football, but I don't look at this. I'm more interested on what this means moving forward than what's happening in the right now. Right, and as a player, as a young guy, you didn't get it. And as an older guy going to the NFL, I understood when we had seasons like this why young guys were getting more time, getting development. I understood that, and that was actually better for me, fortunately, because I kind of knew I was going to be there the next year or had a contract to say I was going to be there. So you understood what was going on. Yes, you play to win the game, but you also understand the bigger picture. And it, to me, it seems like they don't understand the bigger picture. And I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm telling you as a, as, a, as a player moving through, I started to understand it. And that locker room gets it. I mean, just put them out there. Let them develop. You're trying to win the game, of course. That's why you play. 
I mean, what is it? That's why you play the game or whatever. But that's yeah. why you play the game. But you understand it. You can't tell me Jason Peters, if he was healthy enough to come back, and they said, no, we're going to continue with, with Tevin Jenkins. I think he would get it. I honestly he think would. he I, – I know he'd want to battle and say, no, it's my job. I want to start, you know, the end of my career or whatever. But if they said, no, we're going this direction, there is something in the back of my mind I would. I'd be like, I, I understand. This is the Chicago Bears. It's not the Jason Peters. And, and that's just – that's the way it should be working right now. And it just – it's there's always something, right, with the Bears? It just seems oh. like they just don't make the common sense move. And this is another example. And like what we say, you see it coming from a mile away. Where uh, where are you at with this game? Are, are you? Uh, I, no, I it's not good. I mean, for. you, you yeah. watch the tape, and Seattle's not very impressive of what you've seen in the past. They're not the same Seahawks that we watch on you know prime time or things like that. And Russell Wilson looks like he's struggling. Uh, DK Metcalf, they just don't have the same. I think he had eight touchdowns early in the year, and none since. Um, Tyler Lockett's fun to watch. The running game, they don't get it going, but I think. Uh, Pete Carroll said they want to run the ball more. But this matchup of the two teams, they're just still outmanned because of that guy, Russell Wilson. And I'm selfishly just upset that Akeem Hicks isn't playing because he's just fun to watch, like I said earlier. And I think yeah. he was a huge advantage. And you said it earlier, huge advantage for that defense against the Vikings last week. And I think without him, these DBs might get exposed a little bit more than they did last week. So I, I, I just don't think it's going to be a good game. And Nick Foles, what are we going to get? Good, bad Nick Foles, who knows? He hadn't played in forever, a year and a month or something like that. So it might just be an ugly game. We might have to sit here with a cocktail in our hand, Molly, but I've got the, <laughs> the, the Bears losing 17-7. to And it'll be interesting with, with the weather, too. So, so we'll see what the game plan is that the Bears dial up. But it just they're, they're just outmanned. I see that. That's just what I see today. Yeah, and, and I, I think that Nick Foles played awfully last year. He did not play mm-hmm. well at all. No. And um, – the idea that after sitting as long as he has, he somehow is going to come. He seems to be a guy that's had this crisis of confidence at various points yep. in his career, and he's contemplated retirement and whatever. He said some weird stuff when last we heard from him. I believe that was in August. Didn't mm-hmm. sound like he was fully uh, committed to this thing. You know, he's getting paid, so okay, he's going to go out there. But I don't, I don't expect a big outing from Nick Foles in any stretch. Um, I don't see a team that has a lot of receivers. Uh, you know, I saw, you know, Marquise Goodwin is back, and apparently he was making snow angels before the game. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I, I hope he enjoys uh, himself. But do that it, in the it, end zone. Do that in the end zone after a touchdown. I'd rather please. see that than pregame. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, it's as simple as that. So I, I just don't know where their points come from. I, I honestly don't. I, I you know, Jakeem Grant is still out, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's a guy that they, they – he gave them a, a speed kind of element that's great. But I don't know where I'm at with the return game. I don't know where I'm at with – I just don't know where the touchdowns come from. Nope. So I think this is – you know, the, this is um, a kicker in snow, and I think the Bears, if they score nine points again, it would be a, kind of a miracle, frankly. And I think that um, it could be like 17-19 or something. 17-9, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just I, – I don't see him getting the double figures. Now, maybe, maybe you know, they're going to run the ball. Maybe they're going to break some runs. Maybe, But that's not a bad defense. They've got, no. they've got some really good defensive players. You mentioned uh, uh, Bobby Wagner. That, that guy's a really good player. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that, I, I hope that uh, we see Roquan uh, doing everything that he can and in and, and, Proving uh, that he belongs there uh, in the in the Pro Bowl and all that, um, but I, I I just don't have a ton of faith in this team. 
Well, let's enjoy the heck out of this game then. I can't wait. You got me so excited now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. You're no, right. No, I've I'm been not... feeling that way all day. That's all right. Yeah, I'm a little I'm Go a little Bears! Down. Yes, go on! Let's go. go. All right. Hey, watch the game. Come back. The Bulls are playing tonight. Lonzo Ball's out with COVID, but uh, they're still going to be uh, lining up and playing. So you can watch the, uh, the, the, the Bears and then the Bulls. That sounds like a nice boxing day treat for everyone uh great as always patrick really a lot of fun uh you know yeah it's really a fun show and i i I hope we haven't uh, left let anyone feel like they're not gonna win (laughs) because oh my god this is it finally you know hey hey seattle you're not the only team with a super bowl winning quarterback today that's a good point (laughs) (laughs) all right that is the pregame show Thanks to Olin. Thanks to Pat. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to uh, uh, Adam Staszynski for his great work. Presented by Bet Rivers, official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 